Good morning, everyone. I'm so thankful to see all of you here today. And if you're visiting with us, welcome to New Hope. We're so glad to have you. And if you're worshiping with us online, good morning to you as well. Um, Everything looks very good and clean and calm. And I want you to know that that was very different yesterday. Because we had about 25 teenagers here for the weekend. And we had a great weekend of studying scripture and worshiping and um, playing games. So thank you for your prayers. And the SOS women that provided desserts this weekend, last weekend, and this coming weekend. So it's the kids' time. Kids, if you're not signed up, please go online and sign up for our retreat this weekend. Um, And congregation, please pray for that weekend for me and just for the Spirit to really come into the kids' life where they're energized to study Scripture together and um, and that kids that he knows needs to be there will be there. Um, a little bit of announcements. Today, youth, if you will please stay after just for a second. Derek Brooks needs to speak with you. Um, teenagers and parents. Parents as well. Plus, all of you just stay in. Um, And don't forget the pregnancy resource bottles. There's still a lot of bottles left, and we're trying to fill those up and get those back. So please grab some of those and fill those up for the Pregnancy Resource Center. And let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Almighty God, oh, we're so thankful to to be able to come to you in prayer together. We're so thankful that we have set aside this day for you, Lord, that you have shown us through creation and through all your words to to take a day to rest from your example, to take a day to look back on the week and see the miraculous hand that you have shown for us, or to look back and see where, where we fell short of following you and imitating you. And Lord, let us take today to, to renew that with you, to learn what you're trying to teach us through Pastor Russ and through these songs, and let us soak that in so this week that we can start over and and give even more to you. Because you gave us everything, and you do every day of our lives. We thank you for life, the sanctity of life. From the first moment till the last breath, the first moment in the womb, and, and in Psalm 139, we spoke this morning in Sunday School God about How you formed us before, even then, in the secret between you and us, before we were even brought into the world. Oh, how miraculous and hard to understand, but we trust that and we love that and we're so thankful and how beautiful it is. And I thank you for every life here right now. At every situation in life, at every age, every point they're at, Lord, I thank you for where they are and that they're here worshiping together with us. And I pray you use us as a New Hope Church in a mighty way, that the Holy Spirit is involved in every moment of our lives so that that we as a church bring more in to know you, Lord. Whether it's in conversation outside of this church or we physically bring them with us, Lord, we just want them to know you in whatever part they are in their lives. And we give you honor and praise and we thank you, God, so much for bringing us here together and we ask that our praise and worship be acceptable to you lord and it's in your name that we all pray amen
Amen. Praise the Lord today. I, I hope that this message does a good job in summing up the message of our music this morning. Um, it has been powerful to me. I pray that it has been to you. focus of this morning is to be still, to hear God, to reflect on the things in how God has been faithful in your life, and again, to be reminded that because of his past faithfulness, he'll be faithful in the future, that he will be there, that he's there <clears throat> with you. This week, on Thursday, as I was preparing a message, uh, um, there were a number of news stories <clears throat> about the massive flooding, the ongoing flooding that's going on in, in California. 19 people had died as of Thursday or Friday. I don't know if that number's increased any or not. If you recall Thursday afternoon, we are experiencing some terrible storms here in this area as well. Um, high winds, a lot of rain, hail, all that was expected for the, for the, for the evening. Tornado warnings, school Schools canceled their after-school programs and things that were going on, activities. Everyone tried to get home before the, the heavy rain started. I told somebody that the itsy-bitsy spider was going to have a rough, a rough evening, <laughs> you know, because the rains were coming and it was going to wash him out. But we didn't catch the brunt of the storm. Praise God for that. But, but Georgia and Alabama did. And over those two states and over seven states altogether, there were 45 total tornadoes that were recorded in those states and nearly 250 high wind reports and nine people that I, the last number that I heard had passed away. And, and as those storms were, were tearing through the, the southeast, uh, ravaging homes and businesses and families and lives, people were seeking shelter and, and trying to find safety wherever they could. And all while that was going on in different parts of the world or different parts of the country, and even in those same places, there were people struggling to find their next breath. There were relationships that were, that were fracturing. Careers were crumbling. Death was knocking on people's door. People were opening up their, opening up their mail and reading the test results for the day. Ambulances were rushing people to the hospital, children were running away from home, and the parents, some parents had, had forgotten, they lost their memory of home. There's war, crime, uh, godliness at every turn. And so the world seems to be crashing in all around us. But God's Word, God's Word makes it clear that we're going to face those difficulties, that, that we're going to face the difficult times in life, that those hard times are going to come. Nobody will escape them, and, and we know that, we're reminded of that, we see that in other people, but we still, when it comes our way, when that knocks on our door, we still ask the question, what? Why? Why me, God? Why me, God? What do I do? Where do I turn? How do I respond? Folks, God's Word is our guide. Not only in the bad times, but the good times and all times. Amen? It is God's instruction book for us. It's, it's our life's manual. How to deal with life. How to get through life. How to conquer life. And how to 
be a part of eternal life through Christ Jesus. How many of you got presents for Christmas or maybe your kids or grandkids got presents for Christmas and you had to put them together? Anybody? Or, or you have in the past. We've all had it in the past, haven't we? Well, you know, in the past we used to get a screwdriver and screw them together, you know. But now with technology and, and all the inventions and all, we just snap it together now, don't we? You know, it's, it's easy. You don't have to have hardly any tools. And I found out they actually include the tools today. You know, the little Allen wrench and the Phillips head that's supposed to come with it. But the problem is, you know, we, we, we get those toys, we get the things that, be, that need to be put together, and you look at it and say, hey, that's no problem. That looks easy enough, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. Have you ever done that? Oh, yeah. And so you get it, and you start putting it together, and you snap it together, and you keep going a little bit, and you realize you weren't supposed to snap that together. <laughs> You ever done that? Well, in today's world, once you snap that together, that's it. It doesn't hardly come back apart, and, and if it does, it usually breaks. How many of you have experienced that? <laughs> I know I have. If I had only read the instructions, if I'd only taken time to have read the manual, it would have worked. It wouldn't have broken. <laughs> God reminds us we need to read His manual for life. We're going to be in Psalm 46 if you want to turn your Bibles there today. We find in that Psalm that, that God instructs us on what to do and where to turn and how to put life back together again. It reminds us that that God is supreme over all things. He tells us that God is, is omniscient, that He's all-knowing, that He has all in complete knowledge. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere all the time. And He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful and carries all authority on heaven and on earth. God is supreme over nature. He's supreme over the nations. He's supreme over the earth. And Psalm 46 reminds us of that this morning, if you will. Follow along as we read this psalm. It's a, it's a psalm to the, in your title there, it's, it's to the director of music. And so this was a song that they would sing, okay? And listen to what it says. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. And the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their, with their surging. There's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts His voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord and the desolation He has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. 
The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Bless God. Psalm 46, God's Word gives us the answer to how we can face the storms in life. Uh, again, we have all been there. We've all faced those difficult times, those times of uncertainty, the times when we question right and wrong, up and down, right and left. Every, there are just times when our situation consumes us, doesn't it? Sometimes it's hard to look beyond our own, our own events in life. It seems like time stands still sometimes as we're just encapsulated with what's going on in life. The psalmist reminds us, though, again, how we can face those storms. He tells us and reminds us that God is supreme over all of nature. <clears throat> it says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our refuge. God is our refuge, and that idea of refuge is a, is a place of protection, it's a, it's a shelter. You know, people might find this, a big, sturdy, strong building as a place of refuge and, and when the storms come by. You know, we have a basement, if tornadoes come, we gather in the, in the basement hall downstairs because that would be our refuge, our place of protection. It's, it's something along the lines of a, of a permanent building. It's also the place or the, a source of help or comfort. Let me remind you, though, that, that God is the only thing that's permanent in this world. God is the only thing that's permanent in this world. We can, we, we can try to find safety in buildings, in places, in our finances, in our education, in our friends, but folks, they will all fail us. They will all let us down. There's no amount of security in this world that can match the security that Almighty God can provide for us. Amen? He is our strength. He is all-powerful. He's able to defend us. He's able to rescue us from whatever harms us in life. Be encouraged by that today. He continues on in verse 2 and says, He's our help. He's our help in times of trouble. It says that earth gives way Oh, the, the earth gives way and the mountains fall. Y'all know I love the mountains. I never seen one fall. <laughs> when you look at nature, the mountains are, are, are the greatest and the strongest and, and the most secure and the most immovable element in nature. But here he says that even... When the most stable and secure things in your life break apart and, and crumble down around you, he says, know, know that God is with you. Know that God is with you. The God of gods, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the God who created nature is still in control and will be our strength and our help in times of trouble. Know that He is God. Regardless of what comes our way, there is no fear 
Because God is in, is in control. Almighty, all-powerful God is still in control. He has our back. He tells us that, 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 that God is supreme over, na over nature. He's also supreme over the nations. In verse 4, he says, There's a river whose, whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts His voice. And the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. In, in verse 4, He's foreshadowing there the new Jerusalem and the river flowing from the throne of God. And throughout Scripture, we see that that water is a symbol of, of cleansing and purity and, and, and God's sustaining life and God's life-giving power. Folks, our God reigns and will make complete and total provisions for His people. He will care for you. He will watch after you. He has His eyes on His children. He writes in verse 6 that the nations are in uproar and, and, and kingdoms fall. Throughout history, we've seen different countries that have dominated the world. The Persian Empire, the Roman Empire, the, uh, the Ottoman Empire. Today, for now, it's the United States, but it says nations are still in an uproar. And kingdoms and countries will continue to fall. And look how he ends in verse 6 and 7. He lifts His voice. Listen to this. He lifts His voice. The earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Remember, God spoke the Word and everything was created. God spoke everything into existence. And here He says, He lifts His voice and the earth melts. That's the power of the God we serve. Amen. The Lord Almighty is with you. He is our fortress. He is that military wall. Remember last week we talked about guarding our hearts and having a, a military wall, a military, military guard. Here, a military fortress. God is that fortress. God is the one that guards. God is the one who protects. God is the one who is with us. And God is supreme over all the earth. In verse 8 he says, come and see. Again, go back a couple of weeks and be reminded of the question we asked. Look back into your life and look at all the ways and all the times God has been faithful to you. Look at all the times that He has been with you and walked with you through the circumstances of life, and use that to encourage you in the future to know that God is with you. That God will never leave you nor forsake you. He says, come and see. He says, come and see what the Lord has done, the desolation He has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with the fire. And here it is in verse 10. And all of that, he's saying, look at all at nature. Look at all that I've done. 
Just be still. And know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. What is he saying? I will be. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. And then he finishes that, that psalm with verse 11. Verse 11 repeats verse 7. And he does that whenever you see a, a verse repeated. It's, it's used for emphasis. And so he wants to remind us again. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And verse 11 says, the Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. And we'll go back to verse 7. What does verse 7 say? The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Folks, if we're to grow in Christ, if we're going to be who God created us to be, we need to slow down. We need to, to step back and be still. We need to eliminate the noise of the world and focus on Christ. Zephaniah 1 Verse 7 says, be silent. Be silent before the sovereign Lord. For the day of the Lord is near. Remember the story of Jesus out on the lake? The storm comes up. Disciples are scared to death. We find that story in Mark chapter, chapter 4 and verse 35, but in verse 39 and 40, again it says that Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still, and the wind died down. And it was completely calm. It didn't go from tornado to high winds, to gusting winds. It says the winds died down and it was completely calm. In my mind, I had the vision of that little boat rocking and rolling on the lake and on the sea and, and then all of a sudden, he says, be quiet and be still and the sea becomes like a glass, just as calm as it can be. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? Be still and know that I am God. Do you still have no faith? You see, God was with his disciples there in the boat, and, and they didn't understand what was going on. And just as he commanded the, con the, the storms to be still, he tells us, the same thing. And just as he gave them peace in the storm, 
He will bring peace to our hearts in the midst of our storms. Be still and know that I am God. You know, sometimes our, our computers start running slow. This one in the office. <laughs> you got to, it'll, it'll take forever to do something. And you shut it down and reboot it, and it'll take forever to come back up. But what's happened is, you know, it's gotten infected with some bad programming and viruses just full of trash or whatever and so we reboot that computer to get the updates going and get it to running better I won't say really good I'll say better but folks we need to reboot and refresh our minds in the presence of God we just need to turn off and let it shut down and reboot our heart and our mind in the presence of God. And let Him reprogram and reboot and give us a fresh start. Be still and know that I'm God. Take time to step away and, and eliminate the world's noise of, uh, that's in our life. Make time for the Lord of hosts who says... He will be exalted among the nations. He will be exalted in all the earth. In Psalm 107, verse 28 and 29, the folks were out on the ship, and, and once again the, 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 the boat's being tossed back and forth, up and down, and, and they're fearing, it's just being violently tossed back and forth. And, and so there's real fear. Fear of death was real in their hearts. And, and look what it says. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble. They cried out to the Lord in their trouble and He brought them out of their distress. What did He do? What's it say? He stilled the storm. He stilled the storm to a whisper and the waves of the sea were hushed. In 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 16, he says, Now then, stand still and see this great thing the Lord is about to do before your eyes. Again, a lot of times when we're in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our chaos, we can't see beyond our own life and our own happenings. We get consumed with what's going on. It's only later are we able to look back and say, Aha, that's where God was. That's where God was working. That's how He walked with me through that time. Be still and see the great things the Lord is about to do. Because you see, when we acknowledge that God is Lord of all, we can truly trust Him and surrender our life completely to His plan because we understand who He is and who He wants to be. In our life. Let me encourage you with a few more passages. As the Israelites were about to cross over the Red Sea in Exodus chapter 14, verse 13, Moses told the people, Don't be afraid. This will be kind of hard to do. Just stand still and watch. 
Stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. As the Egyptians were, were, were bearing down on them, about to take them captive, Moses says, just stand still and watch. As God parts the Red Sea, as they go across, and they, every, the whole nation, millions of people cross over, and the waters come crashing down back on the Egyptians. He says, the Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. God took out his, 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 their enemies. God calmed their storm. God rescued them. Psalm 37, 7 says, Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for Him to act. Wait patiently for Him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their, or, or fret about their wicked schemes. Wait patiently for God. Justice is of the Lord. Psalm 62, verse 5 and 6, he says, Let all that I am wait quietly before the Lord, for my hope is in who? In Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my what? My fortress, where I will not be shaken. Folks, that's the confidence we have in, in the Lord God Almighty. In Exodus 14, 14, he says, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to what? Be still. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. Be still and know that I am God. Let me ask you this morning, are the headwinds of life, the headwinds of, of life storms, are they howling around you right now? Do you see the storm clouds brewing on the horizon? You've all seen that before. You look out across the distance and you see, you see the black clouds coming together and they start moving your way. Is that happening in your life right now? Let me ask you, are you prepared for when the storm does approach, when it does come your way, when it ravages your life? God's Word says to be still and listen with your heart, to hear the voice of God and hear Him say, look around and remember my great and mighty works and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Our hymn of invitation, listen to the first verse. Have thine own way, Lord. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. In stillness in the moment this morning. How has God spoken to you? What does He need from you? As we stand to sing this hymn of invitation, will you make this song your prayer this morning? Mold me and make me into your will while I am waiting.
yielded and still. Join me in prayer. <clears throat> Lord, the noise of the world is deafening at times. Everything is pulling for us for our for our attention. Lord, let us be reminded this morning to seek you in the quietness so that you can reboot our hearts. God, that we spend time in your word so that you can program, reprogram our hearts and our minds so that we can be more like you, so that we'll be at the point where we can be made into your likeness, molded into the people you want us to be. So, Lord, however you've spoken to us this morning, may we respond to you in a way that's pleasing to you. Lord, hear our heart's prayer this morning. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat>